Evening car. Oh, can we take this one? Man, Bro, this thing is beautiful. It's Oh. <laughs> I love the whip man. It's like what? This piece of junk? It's like a Falcon and Force Awakens. No, you, you drive. I shoot. I'm not hearing you. You drive. Oh, he can't. He's, he lost his hearing aid. Oh no. Oh man. Oh, oh, oh. Here oh, comes bro. the tracks. Let's go. Let's go. Dun, dun. Wow. <laughs> For music. I love it. Oh my god, these guys have not come to play. Oh, they haven't cut yet. Oh, oh my, this is going to be sick. Oh we're my god. This show is going to be crazy. Oh shit, are you kidding me? I, oh my god. Whoa. This cinematography, oh. I'm using this one. Do, 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 do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Welcome back to New Rockstars. Marvel's Hawkeye is days away, which will throw Clint Barton and Kate Bishop into an Avengers level threat with nothing but a bow and arrow. Nothing makes sense. So, as we shall ask after every episode of Hawkeye this holiday season, what, what the, the Hawk? Hawk? This is Inside Marvel, and from now until the end of the year, this will be our official after show for Hawkeye on Disney+. Plus. I'm Eric Voss. I'm here with MT. Dude, Hawkeye is coming up. I'm so excited. I've been wanting a Matt Fraction adaptation so badly, and we're finally getting it. It's going to be dope. I'm so, From all the promo footage we have seen for this show, it just looks so funny, so well shot, such great action. It's going to be fun to just like cozy up on the couch and just put this show on every right? week. I can't wait for it. It's a good yeah. Christmas show. It looks very It's going to be a great Christmas show. Now, so far for Hawkeye, we've seen a couple of these trailers, promos, this extended scene released during Disney Plus Day. But MT mm. and I are going to break down everything you need to know going into this series, including the mystery of who is Echo, the new mm. spinoff Disney Plus series that was announced last week. What mm. is that show going to be about? Why is Echo going to be so important in this plot? Well, before we get into that, our merch partners at Epic Hero Shop are launching a brand new latest obsession shirt inspired by Hawkeye that you got to get over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. And when you get the Hawkeye shirt, you will get the added option to write in a custom shout out that will appear during the bottom of the screen during these mm. Hawkeye after shows. So this is a limited edition shirt. Go grab one before it runs out. Uh, but MT, what's our first question heading into Hawkeye? Well, bro, since this is the pre-show, the question's got to be, what the Hawk is the Hawkeye series even about? Let's break this down together, MT. So Hawkeye is going to be a six-episode miniseries following Clint Barton, Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, of course, teaming up with Kate Bishop, Haley Steinfeld, around Christmas time in New York City after the events of Avengers Endgame when Kate shows up in Clint's old Ronin assassin gear from Avengers Endgame that ends up entangling them both in some kind of dispute with the criminal underworld. This is being directed by Reese Thomas, one of the greats from the SNL Broadway video operation, who seems to be embracing comedic holiday action comedies in the vein of Lethal Weapon and Die Hard. I'm super excited to see this tone back in the MCU. It's one of the things I loved about Iron Man 3, just oh, yes. a, a classic Christmas action buddy comedy. And uh, I think this Hawkeye series is going for that. 
absolutely we should just have one christmas show or a year like just to have a christmas yeah. mcu thing i think it'd be great we're just a holiday yeah, we got the, hol- uh, the guardians of the galaxy holiday special yes. next year uh oh and then yeah God, every time right. we should have something christmasy yes the series is adapting the 2012 comic run by matt fraction the dude go read everything that he writes and david aha and we'll focus on clint struggling with hearing loss and facing the gang called the tracksuit draculas or the tracksuit mafia russians who end every sentence with bro like what's going bro. on bro? bro like what you bro. doing bro give us the money bro. oh my god bro yeah you're moving them. bro oh I... <laughs> pivot bro pivot pivot, pivot bro pivot, come on bro, bro. What's, what's going on bro <laughs> <laughs> and there will also be appearances by the best character in the show, Lucky the Pizza Dog. Come on. Um, Kazi the Clown, which is, uh, he's kind of crazy. And a car yeah. chase sequence that, I mean, we just saw a car chase and it was freaking uh, dope. So I can't wait for so to good. see all the action here. And of course, Marvel's hope with Kate Bishop is that she could lead, potentially, a future Young Avengers team up as the Hawkeye successor yeah and we're gonna see how this series explores the mcu after avengers endgame like trailers have shown footage of a broadway show called rogers the musical (laughs) that adapts the battle of new york events it's just starting to give us a sense of how the history of the mcu and that alternate world really affects this universe's art and its culture and its society it's just gonna bring up a lot of interesting conversations about what it means to be just an average person living in the mcu right oh my i love that like perspective it's like i like seeing how these gods like the actions of these gods are affecting the regular people i think that's what hawkeye yeah. is going to give us for sure it's like my favorite scene or one of my favorite scenes in wandavision and in all the mcu really was monica rambeau uh blipping back into existence oh my going god a so jarring hospital room oh, like that's, that's so i'm so excited to see hawkeye show us these alternate perspectives of characters just reacting to these events we've only seen a god's eye view of now we're just seeing it from the people in the midst of the chaos more shows like this. Um, yes. Wink, wink, Daredevil. Come on, let's get it going. Uh, um, uh, and of course, Tony Dalton joins this cast as Jack Ducan, a.k.a. the antagonist swordsman from the comics. Antagonist slash Avenger. It's, he's a really mm-hmm. interesting man. He's known for playing fearsome villains like Lalo Salamanca on Better Call Saul. And uh, Vera Farmiga is playing Kate's mother, Eleanor Bishop, though it's believed that she could be revealed as the secret villain Madam Mask, because Eleanor Bishop and Madam Mask are sort of linked in the comics. They are. And, like, from all the trailer imagery, she's wearing, like, this red gown and has Mm -hmm. this, like, sharp-cut hair. Like, she just seems kind of evil. Right? It's like, shoot, I'm clearly the villain here. (laughs) And she's rich. Like, she's rich. Like, all these things together just kind of don't point in a positive direction. Can't trust the 1% in general. We know that Alakwa Cox is playing Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo, who is a deaf Native American assassin with connections to Wilson Fisk Kingpin, but she's also her own badass warrior with skills and abilities that mirror the combat moves of any opponent similar to Taskmaster, what Taskmaster was supposed to be in Black Widow. And Disney Plus just announced that she's going to get her own miniseries spinoff on this platform, meaning the MCU plans on exploring her world and backstory more in the spotlight. Now, MT was surprising to me that Marvel would commit to an Echo spinoff before announcing any future title for Kate Bishop, who's clearly the star of this show from everything we've seen. Haley Steinfeld's amazing, has a bright future ahead of the MCU. But don't worry, I I think there are three clear takeaways that we can embrace from this Echo news. Mm. First off, 
the theme of hearing loss seems to be it's going to be pretty important to Clint Barton and a, an important piece of connective tissue between these two characters. Right. And in fact, it makes us think that she's probably going to have some things to teach Clint about how you can use your other heightened senses to your mm -hmm. advantage. Which brings us to our second takeaway. If that reminds you of a certain vigilante in the New York City area operating without the use of one of his senses. But Frogman! Being, yes, of course. <laughs> How can we forget Frogman? The strongest or, hero. I love Frogman so much. Sorry. Uh -huh. <laughs> Obviously, we are waiting for Daredevil in the MCU. Mm. And this is the side of the world where Daredevil, Matt Murdock, could totally cross over because the character of Echo is just one of these street-level vigilantes who often cross paths with him. A lot of us are hoping that either Hawkeye or Echo, maybe both of them, will start to feel like Daredevil Season 3.5 or even Daredevil Season mm. 4, perhaps even introducing Wilson Fisk, Kingpin, yes. things like The Hand, Stick, mm. Matt Murdock, Daredevil in the MCU. We pointed out before that the timeline of the Hawkeye series coming out on Disney Plus is going to coincide with the release of Spider-Man No Way Home. That movie's gonna drop exactly between episode five of Hawkeye and the final episode of Hawkeye. That's usually when the big reveals end up happening, right? And Spider-Man No Way Home has been speculated for a while to include some cameo by Charlie Cox, maybe coming in as Matt Murdock, officially in the MCU. We don't know that for sure yet, but Maya Lopez does work for Kingpin in the comics. Her father was killed by Kingpin and her father will appear in at least one episode of this season, according to mm. casting reports. And the third takeaway, Marvel is probably holding back on what will be a no-brainer Kate Bishop spinoff or some other future title that she'll appear in because they're just waiting to announce what will be a major thing that could spoil some other plans that they have in the works. I'm thinking either a Young Avengers series or a film, but I think it's more likely that they're not even going to call it Young Avengers. It's going to be something like Avengers New Legacy or something like that, and then Kate Bishop's going to be a focal character in it. They're just waiting to see how this show plays out before they do that. Interesting. Now, that does make a lot of sense, because, like, they, they, I mean, these Disney Plus shows, they are, you know, kind of uncharted territory. So, like, you know, right. Disney's probably like, yeah, let's see how people react to a Kate Bishop. And like, and then maybe we'll see how we integrate her moving forward. Like announcing an Echo spinoff doesn't really spoil anything that might happen with Echo in the show, I would think. And that's why yeah. they, they announced it. They're not afraid to announce it now. But if you were to say like, oh, so we got a Young Avengers show or something like that. Like it means that the title, whatever title she's going to appear in next is way bigger than just a Kate Bishop show. Mm. It's going to be some kind of Avengers related thing. And right now Marvel's like... Let's hold off saying anything about Avengers 5 or an Avengers series, whatever that is, uh, until we're able to introduce a few other parts. A lot of people are going to this Hawkeye show expecting Hawkeye, Clint Barton, to be the main focus. Because, like, that's who we've known since Thor 2. And so, like, you know, obviously Kate Bishop is going to be a factor in, like, we know that she's going to be the next Hawkeye. But a lot of people probably have no idea, like, that who right. Kate Bishop is. And so they're probably just going to be like, all right, let's just surprise them with, like, her being the next Hawkeye. Um, by the end of the right. season so maybe that's what they're holding off for as well that's also possible she, there could be like a second season where it's just kate bishop you know mm -hmm. uh but they don't they don't want to reveal that yet but that is pretty much where it's going and like kate bishop everything we've seen from her in this promo material it, it she's just nailing this character like the tone of it is so fun yes. Haley Steinfeld's such a talented performer and it's super funny like oh i can't God. wait to see more of her in this universe i think it's perfect casting oh literally like she's literally acting like kate barton from the comics it's it's 
one to one. Kate, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. But we just want to give all of you like uh, a sense of the different directions that MCU is expanding, right? So it's obviously expanding into the stars. It's expanding into the multiverse. Uh, it's expanding in horror directions, right? With like WandaVision, with Marvel Zombies, with Agatha, House of Harkness. But it's also just exploring into the street level of the MCU. Uh, organized crime. Uh, characters who were uh, on the ground watching things blow up in front of them and above their heads and how that affected the society in different levels. And that's one of the great things about Marvel Comics is you're able to get all these different perspectives uh, and all these different levels of stakes. And it's really hard, as we saw in Eternals, to keep raising the stakes with these apocalyptic world-ending events, uh, sometimes you can just raise the stakes for just uh, for just characters trying to grow up into the next stage of their life, or a character's just trying to cling on to what they still have. The fact that they're exploring this new direction for Clint Barton with him losing his hearing, I, I think is a really, really cool idea to explore. Hi everybody, I'm Katie Segal. And I'm Kurt Sutter. And welcome to our new podcast called Pi, People, Influences, and Experiences. Yes, it's sort of the uh, get to know you at a deeper level, the who, what, when, where, and why you are rather than what it is you do. Absolutely. We're not going to talk too much about what people do. We just want to know about their families, where they come from, you know, what shapes their parenting if they have kids, what shapes their marriages if they're married. We just want to be really nosy. We want to get in there. A deep dive into nature and nurture. And we started it because there are a lot of people that we don't know that we are curious about. Right. And I have no friends, so for me, it's, you know. Trying to get them out of the house. Listen to it on whatever you listen to. <laughs> Podcasts on yeah, podcast your, 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 your podcasting apparatus. Watch it on the YouTube. He's aging himself. Oh, absolutely. And like, you know, it's just more like representation for people with disabilities. And like, I, that's why I love with Makari and like with Echo and with, with Hawkeye now. It's just like, you know, deaf people are being shown as heroes. It's, it's super yeah. dope. And like, Representation like this is super important. So good on you, Marvel. Agreed. More like Agreed. This. And and uh yeah, it, and it also like opens up all kinds of cool ways to tell stories and mm. and put you inside the heads of people who see the world and experience the world differently than you do. Like yeah. that's what's cool about it is it's like gives us a new type of story to tell. It's one of the things I love about Daredevil, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm super excited they're going in this direction. But we have a lot we want to talk about. More things you should know heading into Hawkeye. Before we get to those, as folks are going back to their offices, we don't necessarily want to give up that comfortable work from home attire, <laughs> you know, that we've all gotten used to. Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing sweatpants that... right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are not ready to switch into the stiff and stodgy work attire. Yeah, you don't have to sacrifice style for comfort, though, with Cuts Clothing. There's never been a better time to give Cuts Clothing a try, because Cuts is kicking off the holiday sales season early with 30% off site-wide now through December 3rd. Around the office, we're huge fans of their AO joggers that are super comfortable but look sharp enough to wear to work. They also have some of the best-fitting shirts. They're known for their signature tee, a bold new take on the classic design. It's buttery soft, which is a descriptor you want both in your mashed potatoes and in your comfy <laughs> shirts. Uh, their collection of clothing for all occasions and seasons includes polos, bomber jackets, and more. 
Shipageddon 2021 is coming in preparation. Cuts is starting their sales season early for you with 30% off site-wide starting November 9th so that you can have worry-free holiday shopping. Head on over to CutsClothing.com today to get 30% off site-wide through December 3rd and upgrade your wardrobe with their world-famous shirts, joggers, or their all-new outerwear. That's C-U-T-S clothing.com. Also, a secret source for giving incredible gifts this holiday season is Uncommon Goods. They have perfect gifts for all your moms, your dads, your kids, your in-laws, besties, or that cranky next-door neighbor whose heart you want to warm this holiday season. It's not stuff that you can find just anywhere. Uncommon Goods has unique and creative gifts, often handmade by independent artists and makers. They have gift guides to help you match the right gift to the right person. They have some super cool gifts that New Rockstars fans would love, like a scratch-off movie bucket list poster to keep track of the movies you've watched, or cool notepads made out of recycled floppy disks. Who knows what holiday shopping will look like this season, and the unique gift set Uncommon Goods can sell out fast, so shop now and get it taken care of early. Uncommon Goods also offers uncommon experiences. Choose from live online classes in mixology, cooking, flower arrangement, embroidery, and more from handpicked artists and experts. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com marvel. That's uncommongoods.com marvel for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. Now, one thing none of us want to be worrying about is the looming specter of a big old credit card balance. Upstart can help lift that burden and help you avoid the debt demon. Upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, like your income and your employment history. This means they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com marvel. That's upstart.com Marvel. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com Marvel. And guys, there's nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help give you that confidence where it counts. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at, at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready for whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visit the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you can benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, Bluetooth can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code inside Marvel at checkout. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That's Bluetooth.com promo code inside Marvel to receive your first month free. Visit Bluetooth.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring the show. All right, we were talking a bit about this before, MT, but let's yeah. dig into it more. What the hawk? Why is Clint losing his hearing, and how important will that be to the show? I think probably the destruction of Avengers Mansion is what mm. caused Clint to lose his hearing, because he's pretty much the only non-superpowered or protected person during the snap. Like, it's yeah. only, it's him and the Avengers, and like, it's just, all right, I'm here. Um, no mm -hmm. protection, very little itty. So like, we just, she probably just got really messed up. One of my favorite, you know... Hawkeye memories is, of course, from Avengers 1, when he does that trick shot, he doesn't even look, and he just hits yeah. that Chitauri. I think that, you know, hearing is a really big part of aiming. It's a big part of how he does his thing. And so, like, if he can't hear, it's going to be a little bit difficult. So, like you said, 
he's probably going to need to learn how to fo really focus his eyesight um, in the coming season, and that's where Echo's going to come into play. Well, if you go back and watch Endgame, which I was checking out the, the IMAX version that they released on Disney+, Plus, in that scene where Hulk is about to snap the gauntlet, Clint Barton is the only non-super-powered individual in that room who mm -hmm. is not who's not armored up in exactly. some way. So he's just there standing behind Tony Stark's shield. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, the snap happens, that goes down, but then Thanos bombs the place. And mm -hmm. yeah, like even uh, Scott Lang, as he walked up to the windows, you can see closely he uh, shrunk in the nice, last second yeah. into the armor as, uh, as the explosion was tearing through the building. Clint Barton, meanwhile, was just there, unarmored, unprotected mm -hmm. in any way. So that's a pretty big boom boom. And yeah. I can imagine that like, but the fact that like, Hawkeye might revisit that moment and just kind of explore like the physical toll that mm. it took on him that this particular battle and remember that particular scene like it makes me really excited for the Hawkeye show that this isn't just a show that's going to like move on from the MCU and just tell its own thing and not care mm. about the interconnectivity it's going to be deeply rooted in the way that Loki seemed to be remember there was that opening scene of Loki that revisited Endgame right it seems like we may see something similar in Hawkeye where like people who are obsessed with MCU and the way these sequences played out are going to be rewarded by watching the show as opposed to watching it being like do they not care about the MCU Infinity Saga that came before? <laughs> um, it's one of my favorite things about Marvel, that clearly every director that comes on these things, for the most part, is is super aware and super plugged in to what came before. Speaking of, like, you know, that time of when the Avengers Mansion crumbled, right after that, he was chased by all of those Thanos alien oh, monsters. So, like, you yeah. gotta think, like, on an emotional level, like, on a mental, emotional level, this dude's scarred. Now, what's our next question, MT? Uh, well, what the hawk? When does Hawkeye take place, and where are the other Avengers? Like, why is it just Hawkeye and a random, uh, girl that he just found? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is, uh, it's interesting, because we, we were trying to figure out when this show is set, and at, mm -hmm. at one point, there's a set photo that says Happy New Year 2025, which means this is holiday 2024, which oh means God. it's a little over a year after uh endgame and wandavision it's after the events of uh the falcon the winter soldier it's after spider-man far from home so this is um the furthest ahead in the mcu that we that we've seen yet basically Interesting. um so a lot of avengers are not around first mm -hmm. off anymore we don't know where captain america is uh, we were hoping we'd see Cap show up or at least get referenced where he is in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The fact that they didn't makes me think eh, none of these Disney Plus shows are going to tell us the answer to that question. I hope that uh, in Moon Knight, Conchu's like, oh yeah, Steve Rogers is over here. He's on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now, the closest we've seen Steve Rogers is in uh, Free Guy at, at a coffee shop watching Free Guy's uh, Fortnite game. And then he reacts to that. <laughs> we don't know where old man Rogers is. Uh, Tony Stark's obviously dead. Natasha Romanoff in this universe is dead. Uh, She-Hulk seems to be telling us some stuff about where Bruce Banner is. Um, mm. But, like, he's kind of in his own world. He's in his own gamma lab. So, like, the Avengers are all kind of scattered. And I think that's... And Hawkeye's always kind of been in his own little world. Like, since yeah. we found out he has a family in, in Age of Ultron, it gives a convenient excuse to explore Hawkeye in his own bubble uh, mm. with his own family drama or his own personal exploits. I mean, even in Endgame, he was he was on his own track. Uh, mm. He doesn't play well with others. More no, so no. than most of the other characters. <laughs> uh, so it makes sense to see Hawkeye on his own here. But I want to ask you, MT, uh, what the Hawk, this Rogers and Musical 
That seems to be a big part of the show. In order for that to be the case, the Avengers, the living Avengers would have had to sign away their life rights. Mm. Who do you think produced this musical? Uh, and how do you think this, why is Clint Barton watching this musical? I really hope it's Kingo. I really hope that it's Kingo just doing his <laughs> thing. And because he, he loves musicals and like he just loves the Avengers. So like if it was, it, it makes sense for Kingo to, fu- to be funding this. Um, yeah, I love that theory. <laughs> I, I, I hope, I mean, I guess that if they don't want to be sued, then like maybe they have to sign away their life rights. I don't know. What do yeah. you think is going on there? I mean, I guess you could say they're they're public figures, but like even then, I don't think you can like, uh, I don't know. It's probably something to where since they were Avengers, they were too public uh, by signing these uh, Sokovia Accords or or part of Clint Barton's FBI terms means that like people can uh, write stories about you, fictionalize your life in all kinds of ways, <laughs> and you can't do anything about it. But we'll give you a right. free ticket to the show for you and your family. You bring it up Kingo is a fascinating idea because Kingo in Eternals talks about, you know, he, as a filmmaker, he was inspired by Sprite, who was like a storyteller. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, it could be Kingo, it could be Sprite. Both of them are pretty, like, active and as storytellers could have, like, inspired these things, could be somehow part of these things. This is true. And Sprite is an actor at one point in the Eternals comics. He does have, like, his own TV show, like, That's yeah. So Sprite or whatever. So, like, it could be Sprite. <laughs> All right, MT, uh, so let's do it. Let's play some bets for what we think the big twist of the series will be. So what the Hawk, who's going to be the man behind the curtain of this series? Just as a reminder, in WandaVision, it was uh, Agatha Harkness all along, but we also got some uh, teases of the Dark Holds, Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness, etc. And Falcon Winter Soldier revealed that uh, Sharon Carter was the power broker. In Loki, we learned it was Kang, finally got one right, uh, one nice. for three there. Uh, and then, and what if it was like a mixture of a couple different things? We had Ultron Infinity, uh, but then they also revealed that Zola is still alive and kicking, and Killmonger ended up being a sort of villain at the end of the series. So, right. what do we think it's going to be for Hawkeye? There's there, all these rumors about, you know, Madame Mask coming on, and like it does make sense um, given that, you know, how the MCU is moving forward with Ironheart, um, and we know that um, Madame Mask is a big Iron Man villain. So, and, you know, everyone loves Iron Man, so it would make sense. I mean, it, it from a Marvel Studios point of view, you just put a, an Iron Man character in there. Like, you know, we don't really, Hawkeye doesn't have a huge rogues gallery that people know about. So it's just like, hey, Madam Mask, why not? And, like, Madam Mask was a, a huge component or a, a component in a very popular um, section or story in the Matt Fraction run. Mm-hmm. I mean, the comics. So it just makes sense um, that, you know, the creators of the show would probably be inspired by those comics and like in seeing Madame Mask and be like, all right, just put her on the show. Why not? Yes. Um, what do you think? Who do you think is going to be? It's a ripe opportunity for Kingpin to show up. We bend the knee to Kingpin. Mm. We stand Kingpin. We're going to be looking for Kingpin and my breakdowns and after shows. We're going to be talking about Kingpin a lot. Get used yes. to it. Uh, but a reach theory. I mean, it's been a little bit since we've seen scrolls. Don't you think? Mm. Like we just got this announcement about secret invasion from Disney plus day secret invasion, despite it being about an alien infiltration is kind of a more grounded story. The question of it is grounded. Like who among you, uh, who in the cubicle next to you, who have you been fighting alongside all this time is actually a scroll imposter. The fact that we saw that tracksuit wearing scroll on Loki makes me think that someone in the tracksuit mafia could have been a scroll. And uh, that might be like the way WandaVision, people forget, did have a scroll stinger, did have mm. one post credit scene about scroll. We might get another one here just to kind of tee up Secret Invasion. Oh. Uh, because otherwise, we're going to be looking to things like uh, to Moon Knight or to She Hulk. 
Uh, it's possible that one of those could include a scroll scene. I think it's very possible that Miss Marvel has a scroll scene, right? It's oh, almost yes. guaranteed well, that scrolls yes. show up in Miss Marvel. Uh, but just to kind of keep keep it alive, keep it alive, uh, keep an eye out for a scroll somewhere in Hawkeye. Oh say. yes, definitely. We definitely should be out for scroll watch. Anybody could be a scroll. Even one of um, Hawkeye's family members could be a scroll. Who knows? Sure, uh, sure. So we gotta watch out. You never know. Maybe all, right, all the uh, members of Steve Rogers the musical is a scroll. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no human can move that well right so, oh my god i don't buy it finally the last question of the day is what the hawk are marvel's plans for the young avengers because kate bishop yes. is on that team kate bishop seems to be headed that direction well we just learned that philip scored an interview mm. with trin tran at marvel studios like one of the top brass at the company. She's been in Kevin Feige's Ooh, inner really. circle, part of the brain trust for years. So Ooh, uh, Thank he, you. he actually asked her a bit about this. She had some interesting things to say. A lot of us think that we're headed toward Young Avengers. You guys have a lot of uh, young cast that have joined the MCU now, including Kate Bishop, who we've now met, who is so charming in the show. Are you guys thinking that maybe a younger set of superheroes is a way for younger fans to be able to jump on board now without having to go all the way back to Iron Man 1 and know every little nugget of the story? I think the focus that we have uh, right now is, you know, because Kate Bishop is new to the MCU, let's make sure we get her right in this series. So I think the focus at Forefront is let's make sure she's, you know, done correctly so that there is potentially, yes, room for anything down the line. But until we get her right in the series, there might not be anything, you know, if people don't love her. So, but I think with Haley, she's, exceptional and she's so talented and she brought a version of Kate Bishop that we had envisioned for all these years um and and now it's finally you know getting the the time to I guess shine in the series aha so you know what that means everyone if you want to see Kate Bishop in Young Avengers we have to stand the hell out of this show we gotta go to bat for it we gotta make some news we got to use some animated gifs. We got to be making her trend on Twitter every Wednesday. Wednesday. I really want to see a Young Avengers project. So let's all watch all these shows, the Young Avengers in them, so we can see uh, the youths save the day. The children are the future. Well, that is it for this episode of Inside Marvel. We're going to be back on Wednesday with our reactions to both episode one and two. We're going to do them in one episode since both episodes are dropping day one on, on uh, November 24th. So we'll be there with our reactions to both episodes. So we can't wait to join you guys, take your questions, and uh, jump on those shirts. You get to put your, we'll answer some of your questions, you know, if you write in your custom shout out. Uh, so we're excited. We're so excited for Hawkeye. You can follow me at EA Voss, follow MT at Mastertainment, follow New Rockstars, and you can subscribe to the Inside Marvel podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for watching and we will see you after the premiere. Ka-ka! Ha-ha!